Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Eric Deckers. He is the president of Pro Blog Service, uh, content marketing agency for clients around the world. He also co-owns Branding Yourself, which there's several different volumes, um, not volumes, but versions out there. No bullshit uh, social media and the owned media doctrine. He's been blogging since 1997. We can go on and on. He uh, has various, a lot of accolades. He's a writer by profession, uh, was at a writer in residence at the Jack Kerouac house in Orlando, Florida. And he's a very good friend of mine. And so we have a little bit of an announcement and then kind of diving into questions. And so this episode is very special because it'll be marking the, the episode 120. And Eric and I were just kind of talking behind the scenes and you were like, you know what, I, you know, I need a co-host. I need to get some more episodes out. You know, I want to talk to some really great people. And so I'm like, why not have a co-host um, to kind of help do that? And so I'm very honored to introduce the uh, Converge Coffee family and to you drinkers out there to Eric Deckers. And um, Eric, do you want to say anything? Sure. Uh, I'm glad to be here. And it's a, a very great honor that you asked me. And I'm very pleased and, and humbled by it. So thank you for that. Yeah. And I appreciate that because I mean we were talking and you're an awesome networker and bridge builder, and you you talk to a lot of people and you're you just mentioned to me you're like hey I want to start a podcast and I'm like oh man like <laughs> you know how much work it is just to start one mm-hmm. I said why not you know jump on you know converge coffee train with me and, and see how it goes but you know my first you know kind of question out of the gate is you know what got you interested in podcasting. Uh, I've been listening to podcasts since about 2005. Uh, you know, some of the early marketing podcasts and uh, and just entertainment podcasts like uh, audio drama and, and audio theater. Uh, and it was just kind of a fun art form. You know, I've always been a fan of radio and especially like old time radio shows. And so podcasting was a great way to listen to the shows that I wanted and I, as I listened to more and more, I started thinking maybe I could do something like this. And I would listen to shows about some of my interests as sort of research. And so I decided I wanted to start a podcast. And I have been wanting to start a podcast for seven or eight years. Uh, even had a go at it once several years ago. Uh, recorded three episodes and never aired them and haven't done anything with them. So I've been in that wanting pattern for quite a long time. That wanting pattern is, uh, I've been there too when I started about four years ago. And the hard part is, and I think um, there's a lot of less barriers of entry today, is basically it's not usually the tech stack. It's not the tech stack per se. It's the process because, you know, each episode could take so much editing, so much daunting. And so how do you refine the process? But, you know, before, um, I mean, I can go on and on about that. I mean, you know some about that too, of kind of the things that I've been working on the back end here. But, you know, my next question is, why are you taking this journey with me onto Converge Coffee? What was kind of the, the enticements, I would say, that would uh, got you from that wanting to say, let's do it now? Well, one of the things was just it's, a, it's an existing podcast that I can sort of walk onto. And like you said, starting is hard. Uh, I don't have to start. But the, the other thing really was the fact that it was a chance to work with you on something like this. You've done a great job with Converge Coffee, and I got to be on it twice, and this is my third time, and I've enjoyed listening to it. And I thought, you know, to to be invited to be a part of this 
to do something I've been wanting to do, but to do it with you, uh, that I think made it the most enticing. If, if somebody had just said, here, we're going to help you start a podcast, that would have been fine. I would have drugged my feet a little bit, but you asked me. And so that was the, that was the deciding factor. I appreciate you being on the journey with me on this because um, it's a true testament of like my passion. I always loved interviewing people. It's a true, pa- it's a true passion and a testament to honor my mom, my late mom. And you, you've been on that. You've been on seeing me struggle and going through that kind of stuff. And you, and you really offer some really great advice. But the other thing is, is that um, I noticed um, you write very well in the sense of you get as much information and as you interview each person that you write content for and write books for. And so, you know, kind of like starting out of the gate here um, and kind of seeing where this transition is going, I see that you have a very um, expertise and a very good knowledge in the sense of interviewing people to write. But, you know, wanted to know more of the parallels, you know, what are the parallels for interviewing for writing and podcasting? And then what are the differences that you're kind of noticing? Um, as you're kind of working with me and, and just kind of seeing this in the podcast sphere versus the writing sphere? Well, when I interview somebody, just in general, uh, I like to interview people about subjects that I'm curious about. <clears throat> and that's that's actually quite a lot of them. Uh, if somebody does something that I don't know anything about, I'm immediately curious and I want to know more. And so I get to ask questions that that novice or that beginner gets to ask and you know having a lot of experience with a lot of different industries that gives me a little bit of insight into something i may not know much about but i can certainly draw a parallel to it's like you know somebody says well we do x and i said oh is that kind of like y and they said oh yeah if you know about y then you know about x and and so we get to ask those kinds of questions uh, and that's going to be true for writing or for podcasting uh, the difference is when I interview somebody for writing is so I can take what they have told me and turn it into written content. And so uh, they they can be a little incomplete. They can be they can over explain things and I can pare it down or beef it up to make it exactly what it needs to be. When I'm when I'm interviewing somebody for podcasting and I'm even thinking back when I you know had my first three episodes of a writing podcast I was going to do. Uh, I noticed that the the interview subject had to be more thoughtful about what they said. You know, they had to they had to think on their feet. They had to be quick because I didn't tell them the questions I was going to be asking. Uh, but I also assumed that they were smart enough that they knew the answer. Uh, and so then the the secret is: Are they good enough to give the right answer, the right size of answer, on their feet uh, without? explaining too much or without giving you a yes or no answer. Just type in some quality notes here <laughs> for the episode. Um, you hit upon a really good point. I, I, the good enough, the right size of answers. Um, and I, and I was, I was fortunate enough to be on a guest in a podcast about, um, about two weeks ago. And that, and that was kind of like, you have to be a subject matter expert in the thing. And I think you have to draw on, that experience, your back, you know, background experience, what you've been exposed to, what you, what's your point of view? Because it's very fascinating, and I think that's what I, I've always loved too about podcasting and interviewing people is you get so many varied points of views on similar subjects like marketing or marketing content because everybody else has different um, experiences throughout their lifetime and a culmination of those. 
So, and, and that's, uh, I love that. But here's the, here's the part of the episode now uh, where it's no more grilling questions and it's more about, you know, share your story, Eric. So this is the stage for you uh, to kind of think on your feet, um, to seeing, um, you know, if you want to share a story about, you know, when you interviewed somebody and they gave you too much or too little information and what you did with it. I think that's kind of a, that'd be something curious. I, I'm curious about, and I, I'm sure the listeners would be curious about. Okay. I think the, the better story actually is uh, the, the lesson I got from uh, Lorraine Ball. Uh, and I don't know if no, listeners know Lorraine. Uh, Lorraine is another big marketing and PR uh, icon around the Indianapolis area. And early on, I'd say about 10 years ago, I was starting to do podcasts, and she interviewed me for her podcast. And after we were done, uh, I had noticed as I was talking, she would kind of give me these little hand signals like, you know, stop talking, I need to ask another question. And she told me when we were done, you need to learn to shorten your answers. You give very thorough answers, but they go on too long. So you have to learn how to give short almost sound bites, no more than two minutes. And so I've, I've tried to practice that. I still am not that good at it, but, uh, but she taught me that I was talking too much and needed to give the host a chance. That's ingenious. And actually she was on the Converge Coffee um, on an episode, an earlier episode, uh, way back. I, I forget what number I can look back. It's back in the guest history, but I even told her that too. She asked me, she's like, okay, she, I mean, she like in the guest, she was like, what should I talk about? And so I was like, this is what we should talk about. And I said, you know, let's keep it between 20 and 25 minutes. And there's a marker, you know, of how long the recording is. And she, what she did, and the funny story was that she looked at that thing. And when wow. she was giving an answer, she looked at it and she's like, okay, I can phrase this answer to this. I can, this is the amount of time. And so when you mentioned the two minute sound bites, it was very interesting because I could see her like eyes go to that marker and saying, and no one can you know, all the Converge Coffee episodes out there are, are audio. So you can't really see the video component of it. Cause, but it's just funny when I see that and the, like, it's the backstage stuff that's kind of going on. It's just mm -hmm. really funny to see her. But I, and I remember that when she looked at that because she kept looking at it and she's like, Oh, I got to stop. I can't ramble yeah. on. I got to stop. But exactly. that's, that's really great information. I mean, if you see that in celebrities and talk shows, they can go on and on about themselves. They can go on and on about different things, but you notice their, their body language ch changes in the sense of like, okay, I got to cut this off. Like we've got a certain amount of time. I got to cut this off. I got to talk about the movie that I'm in or, you know, yep. going to be in. But I also noticed that at least on TV, the hosts don't seem to worry about interrupting. They'll interrupt. And, you know, the, the, the celebrity is just getting to the juicy part of the story and, you know, Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon say, well, what about this? And it sends them off on a whole different tangent. It's like, damn it, I wanted to hear the, the thing. Go back to the thing. Johnny Carson did the same thing. Um, oh, yeah. Or even Ed Sullivan, where they deviated around what they actually. I think that's why people go for those talk shows is because it, it's it's more about the host. It's the, the like late night with Jimmy Kimmel or it's the like whatever that is. Mm -hmm. But they basically like they take the journey with you. So you're basically like they're the taxi driver. The celebrity's the engine. We're just in the backseat and long for the ride. Like we can't ask. Yep. But, you know, Graham Norton does the same thing. But he asked people in the audience, which I noticed was very it's 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 a good um, outlet and engagement. It's expansive uh, to your audience of like, like, what do you want to ask these people? 
Like, what do you want to ask these celebrities? And so, you know, it gets a different point of view. Um, so a different point of view on things as we're transitioning is the last part of this episode is the about you section. Um, I think in previous episodes, you, it's, it's structured as work, hobby, and health. But um, I know you've been on a, a kind of a um, hero's journey in a sense um, with, with some certain things in your life. And so just as they open the floor of, you know, Eric as the human being behind, you know, being a co-host on Converge Coffee, being the, you know, the owning pro blog service that people get to actually know you at this part of the episode. So, um, you know, spill the beans. What do you want to talk about? You know, you know, things that would help you would help listeners out in the sense of what you've learned in your life um, and, uh, and, and just kind of sharing a little bit about yourself. OK, um, well, the hobbies, uh, I like writing. I've been fortunate enough to be able to to do my passion, to do my hobby as my job. Uh, now, I wish I could do the things I really love to do. And I write a newspaper humor column and I, I do that every week. Uh, and I've started writing screenplays and uh, and TV shows, and I wish I could do more of that for money. Uh, but I, that's just the hobby portion. So the the work portion is being a corporate ghostwriter by day. <clears throat> so my hobby is still writing, but then I also like to read a lot, and I especially like to read humorous books. And so uh, I just finished uh, Christopher Moore's latest book, uh, Rasmataz. And I'm starting on the one before that because uh, I missed it for some reason. Um, but, I, you know, I've, I've got a, a collection of Robert Benchley books, who's an old humorist from uh, the 1930s. He was part of the Algonquin Roundtable um, and James Thurber. And so, you know, I like to read humorous books, not, not you know, the, the comedy books that are just what am I trying to say? Like a list of 50 things. Like if anybody remembers Jeff Foxworthy's, you might be a redneck book. I'm not into that. I'm into like thoughtful, humorous novels, uh, or satire or things like that. Cause I even wrote a, my own satirical novel. So that's kind of what interests me. And so my, my other hobby is to read a lot. Um, I do woodworking from time to time, but other than that, uh, you know, it's all about spending time with my family uh, learning to play bass guitar, and just kind of spending a lot of time at home. Uh, as far as health goes, uh, I had uh, a couple of health issues earlier this year, and so I've been focused on uh, working out more, exercising, losing weight, eating more healthily, I think is the proper word. Eating, I'm eating well, uh, and so you know I've, I'm taking my health a lot more seriously. And then, you know, family is just a big part of, uh, you know, a big part of my life. My oldest daughter, I don't know if I told you this yet, Sean, my oldest daughter is going to have a baby in January. So technically, I'm going to be a grandfather. Uh, emotionally, I'm not ready for that. I, I still don't think I'm old enough. But, um, uh, you know, so that's, I'm looking forward to that and having this new little life form as a part of my circle. Well, first of all, congratulations to her and your whole family for that. I, I think you. that's wonderful. And the other thing is, is that you, you kind of told me about your health issues. And I, I've been immensely proud of you because we have gotten into a state, especially in, in the United States of, you know, work, 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 burnout. And what is burnout? It's not just mental. It can be physical. It's things that can deteriorate us 
And I love that you're taking control back control of that um, with everything. And also, I think you're going to be the cool grandpa that um, yep. they're going to be on the lap and they're just going to be sitting there. You're going to be reading the books. I mean, th- I think they're going to be very well educated um, by the time I think they're going to they're going to, you know, get to the SAT portion of the reading and writing. And they're just going to they're going to do well. They're just going to do yep. well. And they're going to love it. That's my plan. <laughs> so, but Eric, you know, it's always been a pleasure. And this this kind of uh, announces that you're going to be the co-host and, and everything will be announced uh, more so formally. But this is what I wanted to do for this episode as well. Just reconnect and, you know, have um, an historical documentation um, that we've been on this earth and who, and who we're about and what we can do for other people. And so um, I love that, you know, you give really great nuggets. Like it just, I mean, just even being a good podcast guest, like just two minute snippets of just going down a rabbit hole and then popping yourself back out. Or, you know, I, I mentioned to other guests um, and, and people that listen to the show, like listen to Eric's episode. Like he did work, woodworking and they're like, what? That's all like, you can do that as a hobby. And so people are, are yep. interested in outside of the work. And so now you're learning bass guitar. That was something new that I didn't know. So, you know, Eric, Thank you for being on this episode. I am truly blessed and grateful that you are one of my best friends. And so um, thank you for being on. Yeah, you are too. You, I, I love you immensely, and uh, I'm glad we get to work together on this. I, I am too, and I love you too. And to all the Converge Coffee drinkers out there, that's a wrap. <laughs>